What happens when that rental property that was supposed to make you rich goes all wrong? I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you exactly what huge common problem totally torpedoed one of your fellow listeners' rental investments and how I recommend that he fix the problem profitably, very profitably. That's right now in episode number 67. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Welcome, my friends, and say it ain't so. I thought that buying rental properties automatically makes you rich. <laughs> Not according to my listener, Fuquay Cho, an investor in Northern California who discovered the hard way that rentals are simply not the low-risk, high-cash-flow proposition that they're always sold as. Fuquay emailed me about his situation, and there are a few different big-time learning opportunities in this situation, which is more common than not. But first, something so exciting is happening. I'm about to launch something I've been working on for years, and for some of you, it will be huge. I'm building a network, a network of affluent, self-directed investors like you. This is a brand new, vibrant community of self-directed investors who will gain a massive amount of benefit, not just from the information that I and my team of experts provide exclusively to you, but also from exchanging experiences with other investors virtually and with actually getting to know other affluent self-directed investors in a face-to-face environment. My friends, you're going to love this new initiative, and to learn more... You've got to be a part of the private self-directed investor email group. If you've not already joined, you can join that email group for free by texting the word SDI radio to 33444. Again, text SDI radio, no periods or spaces to 33444. You'll be glad you did. So I got an email from Fuquay Cho, a Silicon Valley software engineer who has bought several rental properties, mostly through the infamous turnkey companies that you've heard me discuss and criticize on this show. Fuquay writes, in the last three years, I've purchased five rental houses, three in Dallas, one in Austin, and one in Atlanta. All of them were either new properties or fully renovated, and I had each inspected thoroughly before buying. All of them priced in the range of $100,000 to $130,000. I've paid 50% cash for each one and gotten a mortgage for the rest. Mostly my tenants have been on time and caused little problems. Despite this, I'm losing money. Actually, the house in Austin is breaking even. The house in Atlanta is cash flowing about $350 per month, but the three houses in Dallas are killing me. It's not due to tenant non-payment. It's due to routine maintenance and some other expenses I didn't expect. The profit on the one house in Atlanta is not enough to overcome the losses on the others. What is more disturbing is that my property managers are behaving as if this experience is typical and I just need to wait it out. I do not think this is intelligent, and I feel I'm setting a bad example for my family. It's particularly troubling because the properties have appreciated and the rents have increased year to year, but I'm still losing money. What are your recommendations for remedying this situation, Brian? Well, Fuquay, first of all, I'm sorry to hear of your difficulty. What you're experiencing is hyper-common among rental investors. I know my pals in the turnkey business don't like for me to say it, but here's the truth. Rental property investing is simply not a good foundation for your portfolio, and the entire strategy is built on hope. Fuquay, you're a software engineer. That's my background, too. I studied computer science at Georgia Tech. So you and I think very similarly. To me, investing is very black and white. If you're losing money, it's a bad investment. Such simple guidelines may not necessarily be true if one is a venture capitalist who is playing the odds, but you and I are not VCs. We're individual investors, and every single dollar of capital must be respected. So, Fuquay, you may remember my teaching about the wealth ratio of 2 to 1 in which you invest $2 into the assets that meet the S3 standard of simple, safe, and strong. And for every $2 of such assets you purchase, you can purchase up to $1 of more speculative investments like single-family rentals. 
If you missed that episode, I encourage you to listen right away. It's episode number 64. So let's just adjust your portfolio. Here's what I recommend. First, hold on to your Atlanta property for now as your experience is telling you that that one was a good choice. But the Dallas and Austin properties, let's make some adjustments there. Note that this isn't an indictment of those markets. They're both great markets for certain types of investing. I don't deny that. But we're dealing with Fuquay's reality, not the theoretical quality of a market. So Fuquay, I think you have two choices. First, just sell the properties for cash as quickly as possible. The good side of this, you're out of the properties and have no more stress from the rentals. But the bad side, there's substantial transaction expenses, it'll, so it'll likely cost you 8 to 10% total, including brokerage fees and closing costs, to sell those properties. Also, if you have cash after the sale, you'll just have to find somewhere else to deploy that capital. And the second option, which is a better option, is this. Sell those properties via seller financing. Here's how that works. Set the sales price of the property at 10% above the cash sale price. Yes, you heard that correctly. Then offer to let someone buy it from you by getting from them a 10% down payment. Finance the remainder for 15 to 30 years by letting the buyer sign a mortgage that guarantees you an interest rate of 10%, but that allows them to refinance to a lower rate at any time they like. By doing this, Fuquay, here's what you've accomplished. First, you've put a large chunk of money in your pocket. Since you'll be getting a 10% down payment on four different houses averaging around $130,000 in value, you'll actually put about $52,000 in your pocket. Second, you've eliminated all of the expenses and liabilities associated with being a landlord. No more maintenance, no more property taxes, no more hazard insurance, no more liability for trip and fall lawsuits. It, it all goes away. That means that the cash flow you collect every month goes in your pocket and stays there. Other than making your mortgage payments each month, you have no costs. That means you'll be cash flowing, by my calculations, around $500 a month on each of the four properties. And the third benefit, you've converted your portfolio over to being in line with the wealth ratio. Actually, you're doing a little better. Because now you have four separate simple, safe, and strong assets, which are your four mortgage notes, to balance out against your more speculative rental property in Atlanta. I like your odds. Fuquay, the bottom line is this. Right now you're losing money. But by taking the advice I've given you in this episode, you'll put over fifty grand in your pocket right away. You'll go from losing cash flow every month to making about $2,350 a month. That's $500 each from each of your four mortgage notes and $350 from your rental in Atlanta. I just did some rough calculations, and when we consider the fifty grand that reduced your investment size along with the $28,000 per year you'll be netting in cash flow, your net profit will be north of 10% per year all from just adjusting your rental property into a smarter form of cash flow. And yes, Fuquay, you should definitely check all this with an experienced financial advisor, but this is a winning plan, no doubt in my mind. My friends, thank you for listening. Be sure to join the private Self-Directed Investor email group by texting the word SDI Radio to 33444. And until tomorrow, my friends, remember, invest wisely today, live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 